Hi, everyone. You're listening to the Katie Lance Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Lance. I'm an entrepreneur, social media strategist, keynote speaker, and author. But my most important role is wife and mom to our adorable two boys. I run our company, Katie Lance Consulting, side-by-side with my husband, Paul, and our passion is to help real estate professionals get smarter about how they use social media. Our Get Social Smart Academy has helped thousands of real estate agents and brokers take back their time and hone their social media strategy. Now, you may know me from social media, or maybe you've seen me from stage, or maybe this is your first time meeting me. In this podcast, I'm excited to share with you my success stories and take you behind the scenes into how I got where I am, how I've built our company, how I juggle being a wife, mom, business owner, and so much more. You'll hear from me, but also we'll be showcasing some of the great people we get the pleasure to work with inside of our academy. If you're an entrepreneur, small business owner, social media geek like me, real estate pro, or a mom, or maybe all of the above, you are in the right place. Let's get started. Hi, everybody. You're listening to episode 53 of the Katie Lance podcast. And in this episode, I'm going to share with you a few of my thoughts around should you hire employees or independent contractors? So this is a question I get asked all the time. I get get asked very often about our team and our team structure. And I always typically say, well, we are small, but mighty. Uh, As a lot of you know, I started our company back in 2012. And my husband, Uh, quit his corporate job a few years ago uh, to work side by side with me. So he is my partner in life and partner in business. He is our CFO slash business development manager slash customer service manager slash jack of all trades. (laughs) Uh, And he does not get as much credit as he probably deserves because uh, he does so much work behind the scenes. I just get to do all the fun stuff like podcasts and Instagramming and YouTube, and I get to be the face of the company, but he does a ton behind the scenes. We also have three other people on our team. We have our awesome video editor slash podcast editor who is listening to this right now and editing this as uh, as we speak. Uh, he is an independent contractor. He has a number of clients he works with. Uh, we also have a, another independent contractor on our team who helps manage all of our email marketing through Infusionsoft. And by the way, shameless plug, I just did an episode a few episodes back about the how and why to build an email list because that has been hugely instrumental in our business. So if you missed that episode, I'm going to drop that link in the show notes below. Really, really valuable. So we have someone, uh, she also works with, uh, with a few, a uh, few additional clients in addition to us. Uh, but, uh, she helps manage our, um, our email marketing with, uh, Infusionsoft. She's actually an Infusionsoft certified expert. And then we have the third person on our team, our awesome marketing manager. And she, she was, uh, an independent contractor for many years. And then we made the decision, um, about a year ago to switch her over to be an employee. So I thought just just kind of based on, you know, all of these like conversations we've had with our team. And of course, over the years, we've had other people who've worked with us, um, many of whom have been in an independent contractor capacity. And I'm sure a lot of you who are listening, uh, you might be employees yourself, you might be independent contractors yourself, or you might be in the position where you are thinking about becoming an independent contractor, or you maybe you're thinking of hiring and you're not sure who to hire. Anyways, I just thought I'd share a few of my own life experiences, um, and a few tips and how kind of we think about it. 
So I think there's some pros and cons to both. Um, we have primarily worked with independent contractors and for us that has worked out really, really well. Um, we don't have a physical office location. So my husband and I work, um, in our home office, which we absolutely love. Who knows at one point, maybe we will work, uh, in a, you know, office building or something. Um, at some point, you never know. I never say never, but as of right now, we love working in our home office. Um, I am on the road, um, a fair amount traveling and speaking. So it's really nice when I'm home just to be able to have a really short commute from our bedroom, 10 steps down to our home office. And I love working in our home office. Um, so what's really nice about working with independent contractors is that a lot of times when you work with an independent contractor, you will work with them either on a project basis. So maybe you're hiring them just for a specific project. You know, we've hired independent contractors to do things like video marketing, um, video recording, video editing. We've had independent contractors in the past that have helped us with graphic design and creating workbooks and eBooks. We've worked with independent contractors to help edit my, my book, get social smart, um, and, and just a variety of other things. So sometimes when you hire an independent contractor, you might hire them for a project basis where it's really clear you need them to do a specific thing. There's a start, there's an end, and that's it. Then there's other independent contractors that you might work with on a regular basis. And that has really been, um, the, I would say the majority of the independent contractors we've worked with, they have all been typically on a retainer basis where we agree to a flat fee, a flat retainer rate, and they agree to certain things that they're going to do for us, whatever their job responsibilities are. And it's really it's really been a win-win in a lot of ways. Now, as an independent contractor, if you're the independent contractor, um, you then of course are responsible for taxes and, you know, insurance and all that good stuff that comes with being an independent contractor. But if you're an independent contractor, you basically are running your own business. So that has worked really, really well for us. Um, and you know, what we've learned along the way is that if you're hiring an independent contractor, what I think is really important if you're on the hiring end of things, um, and I say hiring loosely because you're not really hiring because hiring means you're bringing on an employee, but I think you guys understand the language. I'm just going to use that just for the sake of this conversation. When you bring on an independent contractor, one of the things that we've learned is that you really want to, you really want to talk to that person and make sure that they are set up sufficiently as a business right? It's not just like, oh yeah, this would be a fun thing to do. You really want to work with people who are professionals. You know, they are equipped to work from home. They have a workspace, they have a laptop, they have a phone. They are, you know, they are in the mindset of working remotely. And honestly, not everybody is able to work remotely and not everybody is, is set to be an independent contractor. Now, by the way, some of the people you might hire as independent contractors may not be remotely. Our, ours have always been remotely and that's worked out fine for us, but you might have independent contractors that are local to you, which is nice also. But if you're having someone work remotely, um, it's really important that they have experience working remotely. And you want to ask for those specific things, like who are some other clients you work with? Give me some examples. Tell me about your workspace. Because I know early on, I've made the mistake of, of working with some folks who I, I wanted to work with. And it seemed like a good fit until I really realized, gosh, sometimes people just aren't equipped to work as an independent contractor. For some people, they just, you know, it's not part of their DNA and that's totally fine. So, um, 
like I said, we've worked with a lot of independent contractors. I would say the majority um, of, of who we've worked with have been independent contractors. Um, I think in terms of any cons, the only con, I don't know if it's the only con, but I think one con is that when you work with independent contractors, they aren't just working for you. So if you're looking for someone who's like 100% loyal to you and that's it, Sometimes with an independent contractor, that independent contractor or freelance person, they're going to work with other people, right? They're going to have other clients. Um, and so that's just something that you need to understand that, you know, and that that's part of your, you know, conversations with them in terms of their contract and what's expected and communication and, and all that good stuff. So that I think is, is really important. Um, in terms of having an employee, you know, when we uh, changed over our marketing manager from a independent contractor to, to an employee. That was a really big deal because, you know, there's tax implications. She's in a different state than we are. And so there was a lot of, you know, kind of back end research that had to go into making sure that we, you know, crossed our T's and dotted our I's and, and did everything, um, you know, in terms of what needed to get done. And what's nice about that is obviously now she has some additional benefits and there's a lot of perks for her because she is an employee versus an independent contractor. So, you know, it really depends on where you are at. And it also really depends on the workload. You know, the independent contractors that we've worked with, they've really remained independent contractors because we just don't have enough full-time work to actually make that a full-time employment position. Now, our marketing manager has worked with us uh, for a number of years and her position has grown and grown. And so it really made sense in that role to turn that into a full-time position. Either way, what I would say that we've learned from working with both independent contractors and employees is regardless what I've always tried to do is really make people feel like they're a part of a team. And so we do monthly team meetings. Uh, we do Zoom, like a Zoom call every single month, uh, sometimes more than once a month, but usually just once a month. Uh, once a year, we do a big team meeting where we fly everybody out. Um, we've had them in Napa before. We've had them at our house before. We've had them in Vegas before. We usually do it at the end of the year, and it's a great way to get everybody together in the same room to celebrate, uh, to come together to celebrate the year that we had, and also do some planning and brainstorming for the year ahead. That's something I know Paul and I look forward to each and every year. And I think it's something that, um, I, I think it's, I think it's something that's really hopefully made us stand out, um, in terms of other people who've worked with independent contractors, just making people feel like they're part of something I think is really, really valuable. The other things that are important, and this is kind of a no brainer and I can't even believe I'm actually saying this out loud, but you got to pay your people on time, pay your people on time. And I always thought, of course, like that's a no brainer, but I am amazed when I talk to other people who have worked, especially in an independent contractor capacity and how often and how common it is for people to not get paid on time, right? You want to pay your people first. And so you want to get, you want to set up a, a system that works for you. Um, you know, whether that's direct deposit or whatever that might be, but get yourself in a system, pay people on time. Do not dilly daddle with that treat people right. And then of course, no matter what, be clear with your expectations, make sure you have updated contracts with anyone you're working with, whether it's an employee or an independent contractor, be really clear on when you're going to pay them, how much, what's, what's expected of them. Um, and that way there's no confusion, right? It's very clear. It's in black and white. And I think having updated contracts and agreements are really, really important. 
And then lastly, whether you work with employees or independent contractors, just be consistent, be consistent with how you communicate, uh, with how you interact. You know, we like to use, um, tools like Voxer. I love Voxer. Voxer is an app on your phone. That's a great, it's kind of a walkie talkie app, and it's a great app to communicate really quickly with your team. If your team is in, you know, different areas of the country, um, I'll link that in the show notes below. Cause that's one of my favorite apps. We also use Asana. Asana is a great project management tool. As a team, it really helps us stay organized, but just be consistent with how you work and how you communicate. Um, and then lastly, I think recognition is really important. Um, you know, I, I think we live in a world where sometimes we just, we kind of gloss over recognition and I think that's really important. So taking the time, whether you're working with employees or independent con- contractors to say thank you or to send a note in the mail or maybe a gift, you know, out of the blue, like I just think that recognition, it's a small thing that makes a big difference. So like I said, I'm not an expert on all this. We are a small but mighty team, but I just thought it would be valuable to kind of share our own experience and how we think about things. And to be honest with you, as we grow, I would imagine as we grow, we will continue to bring on independent contractors for certain positions and possibly employees for other positions. So um, we will keep you posted. Maybe we'll do another episode in a year or so and give you an update on, on where we're at with our team. Um, As always, I would love to hear from you. What are your thoughts on this subject? Um, Best place to reach me, of course, is on Facebook or Instagram. And as you guys know, the best compliment you can give me is leave a review uh, with this podcast. If you enjoy our podcast, leave a review, subscribe, of course, share this out on social media. And until next time, I hope you have an awesome day. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening. If you've liked this podcast, I'd love if you'd subscribe and leave me a review. Also, make sure you visit me over at katielance.com where you can sign up for our free email newsletter, find out about upcoming events I'm speaking at, and check out what our Get Social Smart Academy is all about. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next time.